everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 521. We are at Podcast Expo Anime, Games, Conventions, the Fandom, Geek Stuff, and Everything in Between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm the Wild Spice. Oh my. <laughs> Ooh, a rare sighting. And uh Mako Chan <laughs> and Mako Chan is out tonight because she she's currently packing for her big move and stuff like that. We'll probably have some more information about that coming soon. And it looks like OBS wants to give me the middle finger again. Looks like everything is the the sync is slightly off, so I'm going to have to play around with um with Premiere Pro tonight, that's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, God. Shoot me. Ooh. Anywho, enough about that. How is everybody doing tonight? Good. I missed my vacation. I feel you on that. I truly do. Then again, since I started this new job, I don't get a vacation. No. For how long? I I think I have to be there for a while before I can go ahead and get that. Uh, before I can get that, so it'll happen. Yeah. But knowing me, vacation is going to a con or something like that. But the reality of it all is that you know, by the time vacation time rolls around, they're going to be like, "Yeah, you got to take it or take it or lose it." And I'm totally going to forget and be like, "Oh." Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it kind of reminds me like that when I worked at Staples after our first year, and um, that my manager calls me and is like, "You need to take a week vacation, or else uh, you're gonna lose it." So I think it was the last week of December, <laughs> something like that. So it was so kind of got, fun. So you got New Year's off? I, I think so. I think a friend of mine came to visit. No, no, no. That was a different time. But no, I th- I actually don't remember. <laughs> it's been that long. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if I asked this, but how is everybody doing tonight? Good. We're up. Okay. We're, we're still. still up. Yeah, we're still good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> we're still good. Don't die. No, it's just that. I fill this this thing with water up to a certain point. Sometimes I forget the I over put a little bit too much. So I gotta be careful of it not spilling all over the damn place. You know. Yeah. Definitely. So, anywho, we are live tonight, week of October 26, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can find us uh, streaming here every Tuesday on Twitch at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we do have some new shows coming down the line that I am working on. I'm hoping that comes out to be pretty fun and pretty well. And don't forget, we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find out more information for them at uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network, where they kick things off on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And you can find out more information about our network at VogNetwork.com. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, don't forget to check out our Discord. Uh, VogNetwork.com slash Discord. Uh, come through there. Uh, all the shows that 
current past, present, future are part of Voice of Geeks Network, have their own channels. So come through, hang out. It will be fun. So, yeah. So we'll go around the room real quick. I know for me and Ari, it'll be pretty fast. So Wildspice will be taking up a, a, the bulk of this. So, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, well, the obvious one is we had AAC to go to, which we're going to talk about. True. And last week was my vacation where I did eh, very little. Mm. And also I got paid today and I got a nice fat paycheck from all the overtime I did last week. Oh, that time. is nice. Yeah. Oh, and I swear I will uh, tie back into this when we uh, get to AAC. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it, it'll make sense. <laughs> so, yeah, very simple and straight to the point. All right. All right, I'll, I'll go next because I know Wild Spice has a lot to catch us up on. My, 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 num- my number one child, you know? She is my number one child because she doesn't give me agita, and that's what and that's what p- kids should never do to their parents, you know, give them agita. So, my weekend day was similar to Ari's, you know, I, except that I worked and then we went up to AAC, and we're going to talk about that uh, later on in tonight's show. Um, again, I apologize, you know, for 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 everything being slightly out of sync. I don't know what happened i thought i gotten everything working but you know post edit i should have everything back in proper sync so you know this is actually i i i i have a feeling it might be the graphics driver i don't know well it's neither here nor there as long as y'all are having a great time chilling out and participating with us that's all that matters so enough about technology Yes, and and I, and this is my job, so you know. Well, actually, my job is to fix, but not really mess around with the video, audio, video stuff. But you know. Anywho, I'm going to kick things over to Wild Spice. How was your week? How was your day? Love the new studio. Love the new glasses. Fill us in on what the hell we have missed in like the last I don't know six months, or how far it's- back you want to go. It's been 84 years. It's been <laughs> one week since you looked at That's me. the reference you I, go with. I can still smell the fresh hot glue gun. <laughs> oh, good lord. Well, to be fair, you've probably been using it so long that it probably just killed your sense of smell. You, you, you might want to look into that. Um, yeah, let's see what's, uh, what's going on here. Um, I have moved across the bridge, so not super far. Um, I have a new setup, as you can tell. Um, and I won a computer on Twitter, so that happened. <laughs> so we got a nice little upgrade to the stream setup. So that's really awesome. I still can't believe I won a computer. <laughs> that makes two of us. Um, the company was Meta PCs, so you should check them out. They're really awesome. Um, the computer they did a really great job with. Um. It lights up and everything. It's really awesome. Ooh, um, RGB. I love me some RGB. Yeah, if you go to my, um, actually, if you go to my Twitch channel, I shout it out myself. If you go, I have the specs in one of my uh, panels. So, yeah. Okay. But I love it. It's really awesome. It it was well needed. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, other than that, just been busy working. Um doing online con things, um, getting ready 
to get back into the swing of cons come MAGFest. Um, sadly, did not was not able to get a room in the MAGFest hotel room Hunger Games. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say this. I, it, there's a meme of everybody running, everyone trying to get a hotel room for MAGFest. And then there should be a picture, and there's a picture of me chilling on the porch, me not caring about it. Uh, well, a lot more of uh, a lot more Squid Game references have been made to it. I oh, I know, I know. Although you still have to throw out the occasional e eliminated, you know, just to <laughs> keep some kind of levity. Yeah. So, um, we already had a room. I got a room through Booking.com. Sadly, it is full price, but we do have a friend that did get a room in the Gaylord. So now it's just being torn up. Do we want to have space, or do we want to be squished and pay less? So we're trying to figure out figure that out. Honestly, it, it's it's like I said, you know. It's cheaper and faster for me to stay across the street at That's the... That's where the room is. We have yeah, the across the street. Yeah, they go the up and down. And the, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's hope it's not too cold over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have the... Um, we have a regular room at the Hampton Inn for MAGFest. But then, we, like I said, we had two friends that got a room at the Gaylord. So right. since it's just those two in that room, we're debating, do we all move into that Gaylord room or do we all move into the Hampton Inn room? So we'll see. Well, um, how, well the question is, how, how many people are in the room? How, how many people going to be, you know? Six. <clears throat> is it a big room? Yeah, Hampton Inn's the two queen beds and the sofa bed. Oh, nice. So you shouldn't be too hard up for space. Yeah, like, right. People wouldn't be sleeping on the floor, bathtub, on one of the counters, whatever. Mm. <laughs> too old for that. You see 10 in the room and you wonder why somebody's hanging from the ceiling in a hammock made of duct tape. That's the only place left to sleep. And it's so comfy up there, too. Listen, I've been saying, I, I max it at five. One person gets on the floor. One Zenkai, yeah, I stayed. One Zenkai, I stayed with a friend on a Thursday night. I'm like, okay, I'll save a few books. Room with, she had like eight people in that room. I said, nope, I am not doing that shit. Nope, nope, no, nope, absolutely not. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. If you are in your thirties, going to conventions. You are too old to be having more than four people in a room, five tops. Seriously. By that time, yeah, yeah, you, no, you should have cool. a semi-decent job where you can afford this. And if you don't, I, ser I seriously suggest that you cut down on the number of conventions that you go to or you volunteer or staff or something like that. Seriously. Yeah, your priorities are way out of whack. Exactly. Yeah. And because of like uh, COVID, my room is locked at four. That's it. Absolutely not. I will not have anybody sleep on no floor. No, no, I'm not having that. Right. <sighs> so enough about that. We're going to get into housekeeping. Um, let's see. Let me give y'all some awesome updates. Uh, we have upcoming conventions. Uh, DerpyCon, October 29th to 31st. Uh, the Unconvention, November 12th to the 14th. 
Anime NYC, November 19th to the 21st, and ZenkaiCon, March 25th to the 22nd, 2022. And just so you know, these this is a tentative list of conventions that we are attending. Things can change at the last minute based on staff availability, COVID, local laws in regards to COVID-19 as well. So, there you go with that. Let me, uh, let me, I, I don't know why I minimized this. I need to bring this back up. Uh, don't forget, you can check out uh, prior episodes of Anime Jam Session on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, there is a playlist called Podcast VODs. Click on that and you'll see all of our prior episodes going back to the beginning of 2021. So definitely check them out. It's perfect if you miss an episode from a couple of weeks back that's no longer available on Twitch. But if you want to check something out and go for it, enjoy that. And don't forget to support the, the VOG Network Pro Shop at vognetwork.com slash shop, where they have some cool merch. Uh, purchasing of that merch supports the Voice of Geeks Network and allows them to keep going. And I know I've been saying this for the last several weeks. We will have something in the shop there, too, to help support us and them. So I just need to actually get around to doing so. Click again. There we go. My Surface 3 here. I Sometimes I forget how much pressure I need to put on it since it's not like leaning up against a wall or anything. It's just sitting in like an easel mode on top of my printer. So sometimes I don't think I'm pressing hard enough. So, you know, that's why you see me going tap, 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 tap to make it uh, go tap. higher. Mm hmm. So now we're going to talk about uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk more about our geekier aspects of the week and the cool geek stuff we have done and we want to share. So, what you got, Ari? Okay, well, uh, you know how I said at the convention, like, I was at a panel, it was kind of sort of based on a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia skit? Right. Well, after, like, well, about halfway through when it got reduced to total bedlam and people were, you know, tearing through boxes of props and quote-unquote prizes and whatnot, mm -hmm. I ended up getting beamed with one of these. I well, heard that is good. Not, not directly, but it, like, bounced off one contestant, like, and I just, like, you know, got up like that. So I just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm keeping this thing. <laughs> and that's what this is right here. It's actually pretty good. I mean, I'm not sure if they still make this stuff or whatever. They, but It's fairly new, so trust me, they do. Oh, well, uh, I am so glad I got this in under the wire. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, it hasn't made me sick yet, so, and you know, it's not that bad. I mean, when I was like stirring it, like a little uh, seasoning packet in, all I could smell is freaking Cheeto dust. Oh, <laughs> really? A little bit. Good old Cheeto dust. Well, at least you weren't snorting it. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> All right, now I'm looking at the stream, and it looks like my camera is out of sync. So I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So, womp womp. I, I, I can't win tonight. Technology. I, I know. I may have to start doing fresh restarts of my machine before we go live or something. But I will say, I meant to throw into our weekend day. 
that Friday I am getting my internet upgraded. I will have gigabit internet courtesy of Verizon. The downside is my bill goes up by 18 bucks. Originally, it will go as a, it goes up by three dollars, you know, for gigabit internet. But they're coming to install a new uh, network adapter for free. Okay. And the remaining fifteen dollars is because I want to keep HBO Max. Gotcha. The, the funny thing is, I had it for free for from the beginning of having FiOS to now. And the thing is, I did not want to change my plan or anything because I would lose that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if I change for a cheaper TV lineup, it might come out to be cheaper. I even mm -hmm. said I was going to switch to Optimum, but then I realized the upload speeds are horrendous because they're still on cable. So so I will lose Showtime, which is okay because I would only be watching it for one show, and that is Dexter. And I can wait until all 10 episodes drop and then, like, you know... Sign up for a month of Showtime and just watch it and then just turn it off, you know, so. I watch very little TV as it is. I just had yeah. the Verizon for the internet access. Okay. Because the bastards are charging me more for the internet access alone. Makes sense. You know, the thing is, is that... Even when I wasn't working, I was, wasn't watching as much TV as I should. You know, I was busy gaming and watching anime. And there were some shows on the DVR I would watch and catch up with. It's starting to get to where I'm going to only DVR certain shows and then just uh -huh. watch the rest of them on demand because I have access to all of them. So, you know. Right. I mean, hell, I had like over fifty something episodes of Bar Rescue sitting on my sitting on the DVR. <laughs> Can you tell the last time I actually watched Bar Rescue? So, same thing oh, with um, Restaurant Impossible, but it was like the last season, which wasn't that many episodes. But you know, all right, Wild Spice, what do you got working on? Um, I got this little critter. You gotta write you. I did. <laughs> um, when my husband and I went out to Bethlehem last month, we went out for like a weekend. Yeah. They had it in the candy shop we went to, which is called Grandpa Joe's. It's really good if you're ever in Bethlehem. But um, yeah, they had like one of these left. And when I got it, the cashier, she's like, oh, I'm so jealous. I was going to snag that after work today. You got the last one. So yes, I got to ride you. You snooze, you lose. Yep, he's my fave. Gotta have Raichu. <laughs> well, for my Geek Roundtable, uh, basically, I am caught up with Love Live Superstar, and the ending I was kind of expecting, I just wasn't expecting Kanan to react the way she did, and I'll just leave it at that for those of you who have not watched. Um... I've been starting to catch up with a little bit of television for the most part. I've been playing through Metroid Dread. Um, I'm at a part where I have to fight one of these bosses. I've watched a video on how to beat the boss. And I still can't do it. So I'm going to try to give it another crack again tonight before going to bed. And I also want to show off this awesome AAC t-shirt that I have. Uh, let me roll back a little so you can check it out. Uh, normally I don't 
buy t-shirts at conventions, I generally will buy nothing really. Maybe a lanyard, maybe a shot glass or something. But AAC is one of those conventions that you know, I really enjoyed. So I decided to get a shirt. I used to be that person where I would get a shirt every year for a con, but I don't do that anymore. I think that I'm just going to be like, I'll just buy one shirt, even if I keep attending that con year after year. One shirt's fine. That's all I need. Plus, I'm running out of space for my geek shirts. I am so glad I have, I bought this new bed from Ikea back in May. I The bottom shelf, which was all my cosplay clothing and accessories, I moved it to one of the, the drawers over here. And I still have plenty of space. So now I have more space down there for my geek shirts. They're not jam-packed down. I can see it makes it easy for me to start and go through things it, it's just so much easier that way <laughs> cosplay and propane accessories uh. <laughs> this is a charcoal house damn it <laughs> i had to i know you did you, you, you get you get that you get that comedic side from your mother uh-huh and for those of you who are new to the show, let me give you a quick rundown before we get into tonight's uh, convention report. Uh, me and Wild Spice have been longtime friends for at least, what, 15 years? Maybe longer? A long time, yes. yes. <laughs> so one day, I don't remember which cosplay came first, but no, I think you did Diana first. No, no, Marlene. Mar yeah, all right. You did Marlene first to my Barrett. I yes. think I don't even think you did it to my Barrett. I think it was just pure coincidence. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a coincidence. Yeah. We were like, and, oh, oh, there you go. And I think the following year was also a pure coincidence when I did uh, Human Artemis and you did Human Diana. Mm -hmm. And I believe like the that following year. No, no, no. The following year, that was that was planned. That was planned because yes. you gave me a Father's Day card that I cannot find. <laughs> or you said you were, but you totally forgot, but it was okay. But uh -huh. from that point on, I, I called Wild Spice the, the daughter I always wanted. So that's why we banter like that. So, Yay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Just for that, I'm converting your for your old bedroom into into a man cave, okay? Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the man cave. I mean, Ari, come on. I mean, it's a man cave now. We got a big old fridge full of beer. Just saying. Mm. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, we are going to talk uh, AAC, another anime convention. Uh, let me give you a, a quick rundown. As it was told to me, AAC was created by former disgruntled Anime Boston staffers. And for those who have been going to Anime Boston since year one, would understand. I stopped going... So in other words, former Anime Boston staffers. Yeah. I haven't attended that con in six years, and I'm perfectly okay with that. But, um... I... Somebody, I... A friend or an associate told me about this convention... I took the bus up there and I had a great time and caught a ride back. And from that point on, I've been telling Ari about it. So, it, it, so we've been kind of been going up there for like the last six years, give or take. 
one year I didn't attend because uh, one of our own staffers, Koi, she got married that weekend and I had an invite to her wedding. So I decided, as a promise, I went to her wedding and I told every, I said I will be back the following year. Skipped Anime NYC for it and I think it was worth it. Unfortunately, that was the year that it was a massive snowstorm. So, yeah. But I will say, you know, AAC reminds me of the old school conventions back in the day. And I'm talking like early 2000s, 2010s of how chill conventions were. The fact that there wasn't two raves over the convention weekend. There was actually a little bit more 21 plus stuff happening. You know, it was overall a, a very good time. Uh, hold on for a second. My phone has been pinging me for the last half hour to take my medication. <laughs> what my what my phone doesn't realize is I took my medication 15 minutes before the show. But um, good job, phone. And it's and it's ignoring you when you were uh, clear out the uh, thing, right? No, I just totally forgot about it. It's just that I have it set for a particular time every single day, and I can't do like you know one day a different time and so on and so forth. You know. Yeah, I got it's gotten to the point where I know the time to take my meds, so I just take it, you know, like in the morning. I take it as soon as I get up, as opposed to like ten thirty, because I'm not bringing meds to work. You know. All right. right. So now, like I said, me and Ari, we went to this convention, and Wild Spice here is to ask us questions about the convention, and hopefully she'll be somewhat creative and see how well we answer. So. As we talk about each day, just feel free to like raise your hand or say something and throw a question out there and we'll answer it. So, okay. Right. So, I will do the summary about, you know, the trip up there. The main issue with the, our trip going up to uh, Massachusetts was the fact that we were stuck in New York City traffic for about an hour and some change going up there. And this was 12 o'clock in the afternoon. That was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah, apparently that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. Time of day. Now, we got there Thursday, day zero. We are here at Anime Jam Session. We have like a house rule of if it takes more than two to three hours to get to the convention, we'll go up the day before like day zero. That way we have time to unpack, relax, rest, and so forth, you know. Now, day zero was very chill. It was very quiet. There wasn't a lot of people there. So this gave us a good opportunity to like kind of see what was out there for food, how far we had to travel for it. What was great was there was a shopping plaza next to the hotel. So you had a poke shop, you had a smoothie, a kaibo place. Um, the next block over was a supermarket. Uh, there was a Five Guys. It, it was good, you know. And a Panera. Yeah, and, yeah, and a Panera bread. As well as other, you know, sit-down restaurants up and down the way. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is. Generally, you know, it's like you always go to the closest place for food right off the bat. Unless you have to schlep for it, that's when you call, call it in and have it delivered. So, day zero was kind of quiet. I was planning to do a photo shoot with some friends because they were doing Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. But some, I think one of them... Their cosplay didn't come together at the last minute, so that didn't happen. So it was good. It was all good. Nothing to worry about for that. Now, I was kind of wondering how 
it was going to be for this weekend. Because since cons are more or less is happening during the pandemic, I know a lot of people are not attending, and rightfully so. But I keep hearing that a lot of uh, people aren't going. Um, people are telling me the con is quiet. Like, people were telling me Oda it was practically empty at Otakon, even though they got 26,000 people the whole weekend. That doesn't really sound like empty. But, you know, it's like... Even I, if it is Otakon. I would say it's more like MAGFest empty, because MAGFest gets about 30,000 people. And go, when you're at yeah. MAGFest, sometimes you can't tell it's that many people because it's so spread out. Right. So... That was basically Thursday. Uh, Ari, how, what, how, your Thursday? Uh, you know, about the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there was no real rush to uh, get to a, you know, pack or whatever, because mm-hmm. again, vacation. So right. I just packed everything in the half hour or so before I left. And, uh, let's see it. I got, got breakfast on the way up. I, uh, you know, when I guessed up my car, you know, the Wawa's, had this uh, promotion like 15 cents off when you use the app. And I fucked up the first time because I thought you, you actually had to put money on you, your card or whatever to right. pay with it like that. Ah. Uh. But Thursday you didn't. But well, at least I didn't. Know. And uh, you just had to pay cash. You know, no big deal, but, you know, it saved some money. Because I just filled up today and uh, I could do everything on the app without even opening the window. Well, that's good. nice. All right now, now Friday. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, drive up the turnpike, go through Staten Island. You know, traffic is what it is—a mess. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, which one is it? Which one? Is it? Okay, okay. I get to your house. You know, you're not there yet, and I just, you know, it's like driving around the block one or two times, waiting for you. And I just, I had to pick the per- that day to uh, that time to come up because. Yeah, they were they were sweeping the streets and there was dust everywhere and I had just ran my car through the wash a day or two before whoops <laughs> but yeah we get everything packed up we head up like we go through New York we head up and uh you know usual uh, trip up to New England for a convention stuff not now the ordinary mm-hmm. although we did we did see a number of people that were in ditches and or flipped upside down. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Which I don't know what they were doing, but it, I, I'm fairly certain, you know, people just watching that were causing some of the traffic. Mm-hmm. Basically. Um. So Friday. Now. What I generally do is I, I just walk around. I generally spend all three days just doing cosplay photography, forgetting to check out other panels and so forth. Because sometimes there are conventions that are so huge that, you know, as a cosplay photographer, much as I want to enjoy the convention and check out other stuff, that kind of stays to to the back. But one thing I like about AAC is that you get an ample amount of people where you'll have time to get the cosplay uh, cosplayers on, on to take their picture. You'll have time 
to check out the panels and won't feel bad about missing somebody. This year was no exception. I got some really great uh, cosplay photos on Friday. I think I got maybe 90% of the cosplayers that day. But I was also able to check out a uh, panel on Friday. Um, let me uh, pull up uh, AAC's uh, website because I believe the panel, I believe uh, the schedule is still up. Yep, yes it is. The Twitch, the Twitch Tech, the Twitch Twitch Tech, tech Talk, talk yes. Yeah, I was at that one too. Yeah, so me and Ari went to the Twitch Tech Talk panel with Kyle McCarley. It was basically a Twitch 101 panel on how to set up your account, how to connect to the internet to stream, how to do basic layouts and stuff like that. Now, as we all know, sometimes if you watch your favorite Twitch streamers, they have like really fancy overlays and, and scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. This is the base on, on how to get the bare necessities set up before you go out and do that. And I will say something, a couple of things I've had trouble with is overlaying the audio. Like I believe one episode a while back, I had OBS play our outro, but the audio was echoed and I couldn't figure out what was doing it. And from going to that panel, I figured out what the problem was. I had to mute the other output and it was, and it would have worked. So now I know that for future reference, that will make my panel, my, my, my streaming a little bit more streamlined. Cause I'm a type of person where as soon as the scene comes up, I want everything to do as it told. I want to lightly test touch my mixer here, maybe run something in the background. That's it. I don't want to do multiple things, you know, even though you can have a stream deck to do that. I just like to just minimize a lot of it and have automation do what it has to do. So, so I, I found, I found that very informative for me. Um, another tradition at AAC is the cosplay death match. Basically, two characters go up on stage. The audience votes who should win, who they like better. Whoever wins that, it goes into a mock battle where the winner defeats the loser. Um, there's a couple of videos of that up on our YouTube page from prior years, and it was fun. But one of the things I didn't like about um, cosplayer deathmatch or as, is that what they call your cosplay death match? It runs too long. Uh, really? Yeah. It, how long? What? How you, long did it go for? I think the last couple ones went for like it was like three hours. Because uh, I was what, three hours. Damn. Because mm -hmm. I was only long enough to uh, there long enough to set up the camera and uh, you know wait for you to get. Right. In. I only saw like one or two fights. Yeah. Like I the, I only saw like two first round events. Gotcha. Yeah. I think this one ran about 90 minutes to two hours tops. They had it earmarked for two hour for basically two hours, but I feel like, all right, I don't want to see that. I think it ran for about 90 minutes, give or take. I'll have to go back and check the footage, but it ran a lot quicker and it was a lot more fun. And Miss Frizzle won the death match. Ha, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, on my way out, I saw 
I, I saw the uh, frizz, the first frizzle fight, mm-hmm. and yeah, like she was get, getting major, major uh, applause and whatnot. Yes, and I'm th- I'm just thinking to myself, wow, Miss Frizzle's really popular. She's gonna make a killing in this tournament. <laughs> Save Car- us, everyone. Carlos. <laughs> Um, I will give an honorable mention to the cosplayer that did Jackie Chan. He cosplayed Jackie Chan from Jackie Chan Adventures. So yes. that was nice. yeah, that that was kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds like that was fun. Yeah. Now, overall, I would have to say that to me, Friday night felt like day zero at a con. You know, when a few people show up and you know they have their photo shoots and whatever and that's basically is it that's how it felt but on the plus side it allowed me to be very sociable to people because this is something i've always discussed when doing convention reviews when i'm walking around with my camera i'm more like in a focused mode of wanting to take your picture have you know we'll have like small talk hand you my card and that's it Anything else goes over my head. Like if you're, I don't know, flirting with me or bring up some other cool stuff. It's just, my mind just kind of goes, you know? So many apologies about that. It's just, I try to get into sort of like a professional mindset, you know? Yeah. And as uh, Sia DeBerry says in response to the Cosmic Deathmatch, I mean, she would. Yes, in one of the battles, she actually hit somebody with the bus. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, she had, I like, saw the prop she was yes. carrying. It was like a, a, a big cutout of a bus like held up like a, a little like straps on the back of it, like a shield. Mm-hmm. I was half tempted to ask her if she did the uh, you know, kind of drop on him. Like it was like, Ruda, Ruda! you know what I mean? You know what's funny? I can actually picture Ms. Frizzle do, acting like Dio like that. I can I can just picture that. Like she shouts, seatbelts, everyone! And then you get hit by, hit by a bus. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Ms. Frizzle's Bizarre Adventure. Ha. So overall, you know, Friday night was really good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I do want to mention... The hotel, it did not feel like a traditional con hotel, like a traditional hotel. Wild Spice, you could probably relate to this. Okay. Anyway, the hotel was basically, it's the type of hotel you would go for your prom or a wedding. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even have like tap cards for the door. They actually had old school keys to hand you, you know, for you to get in oh, and out wow. of your Oh, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> Big, heavy, brass old thing, yeah. things, like, when you drop them, like, clattered really loud and the whole room heard you. Yep. Oh my god, that's awesome. And what was funny was, <laughs> when you left, nine times out of ten, the door wouldn't close all the way. How lovely. So, in, uh, a, in a way, it was a blessing in disguise to get back in the room, so. That's great. Hold on, I'm going to, uh, Take a little break. Ari, tell us about your Friday. You know, it's a lot of the same stuff, uh, but, you know, I was doing a lot more panel-related things. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> you 
you know, because everything start like nothing started before one p.m. Any of the panels or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I just you know putzed around, you know, explored the place. You know, it like 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 Rama said, the convention was convention. The hotel was it was like a bed and breakfast combined with a Jersey with a South Jersey Shore style motel. Okay. Like you know the ones like the gaudy colors and like yes themes to them yeah yes yeah <laughs> but it was really nice it was really well, that's nice good. and uh you know, i didn't i don't take nearly as many photos as ronma does like mm-hmm. i didn't even bring my camera with me because i was just gonna gauge okay let's uh let's see how like like this is the first convention back after the plague hit so yeah, after the plague yep yeah so let's uh see see how things go oh, so yeah, uh, sure. i I caught a bunch of them on my phone, but even then, it's only like cosplayers of like of things I don't usually see, or like fandoms that I'm like fandoms that I'm into. They're admittedly kind of niche. Like I saw a Marinette uh, cosplayer, Ooh. and uh, she it turns out you know she, she was uh, visiting someone else in the room mm-hmm. in our uh, room, and I'm like, oh wow, I love the cosplay, you know that sort of thing. Okay. Like. Don't know who else had him, heard of Miraculous, but whatever. Um, I also did hit the pool there, which oh. it was nice, and it was kind of like a salt, like at least partially salt water yeah. pool. Oh, that's cool. Which, uh, it was nice and all, but it took a little extra effort to scrub the scent of sm- uh, salt and chlorine out of my uh, hair and beard. Oof. Gotcha. I mean, you know, I don't have as much hair as I used to before. Before that, but still sucks having to do. Gotcha. And uh, and Rama, you may remember uh, the the chats I was telling you about. And uh, shut up, phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the uh, eighteen plus match game. Yeah. Which was uh, like they had like think like maybe one guest and a bunch of uh, other like big you know, higher grade panelists there, including right. one of the uh, the uh, hypnotist guy. Yeah. And uh. You know, most of it was basically a chance for the contestants and the panelists to rip on the host continuously. I think it's a long-standing tradition to rip on the host, which is, I think, is Matt McKenna, the guy who That's runs. That's the name. That's yeah, the name. Yeah, he yeah. runs all the games at um, AAC. So, and yeah, I had this. I took. I had, a, I had a, re- relayed this to you, but um, I was afraid to type it out because, like, I don't know how he's going to react, but. Mm-hmm. One of the questions was like, like something about like, I'll never forget when my father told me blank, and it was you know some kind of advice or whatever, and uh, the one bl- the one other black guy was on the panel. He yeah. goes, well, as a black man, I don't really know much about my father, so I left my answer blank. <laughs> oh I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then he dropped the mic and walked off the stage. I mean, he's not wrong. I know he's not wrong, but it's... Uh, I don't even remember who won after that, because, like, how do you how do you top that? You don't, especially when he goes, well, my daddy went to get milk. How long ago was that? 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the wall of laugh-cry emojis, I'm like, Okay, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I uh, I spent a 
a lot of you know free time in between panels and whatnot. Uh, you know, checking out the game room. It was like yeah. a handful of the TV set up. Most of them had Smash Ultimate on it, and there was a, a because full Sora. rock band. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was on there too. Like they just got all the DLC and whatnot. And at the far end of the room was a uh, full rock band set up. I saw that. Nice. There, there was a song on there. I saw. I was like, when did I hit rock band? You know. Um, and as Cedar Hilari- Berry says, I saw Molly Flanagan do a similar game as Danny Bonaducci. It was hilarious. I would have paid to see that. Yeah, and, and then they also like there was also Nightwish songs on Rock Band. I'm mm. like, Ooh. I was singing it like from the other end of the room, singing Amaranth from the other end of the room while getting my ass beaten, Smash Brothers. Now, one thing, I didn't really mention this, because uh, I didn't stick around for it for all the way through. Uh, it was the AAC Who's Anime Is It Anyway 18 Plus Edition. I, I think That was I, on a... Yeah, that, that was Friday yeah, night. That, that, yeah. I, I only stuck around for that for about maybe five, ten minutes, because, you know, someone I met there who is now a fa- awesome Facebook friend was a part of that. And I guess it just started out so broken that, you know, I I left to go do other things, you know. One thing is, um, if something is not interesting, I'll just walk around and leave. It's like when I'm doing cosplay photography, if I'm talking to somebody, unless I'm having a good time talking to them, I'm just like, I get that itch like to keep walking and do more photos, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like the parking situation was also good. I forgot to mention, like mm-hmm. I would, you know, go get in my car and like, you know, check out, you know, whatever was down the road, like a couple blocks right. to uh, get food or whatever. And almost always I was back in the same spot where I left. So that was really convenient. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. There was this place nearby called Paul's Diner where I got breakfast. Mm hmm. The breakfast was okay, but the staff were a little standoffish and apprehensive towards me. Like, towards me. Ugh. I was like, yeah I, yeah, I won't be back here. And as uh, Gina Brick1 asked, Sailor Moon cosplayers, actually... Oh, plenty of them. No, there wasn't. There was only one. Wow. wow. There was I I no, actually, there was two. One person was running around as Sailor Moon, and the other person was running around as Usagi Tsukino. This was basically Demon Slayer Khan, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah Demon Slayer is pretty popular. I, I'm surprised. I I'm surprised I didn't see a lot of Genshin Impact. I did see a couple of people from Kakegurui, but I saw, believe it or not, a bunch of Penny and Stocking cosplay. And I that surprised the hell out of me. And I'm glad I did pack Gardabelt as a um you know, as a casual cosplay to wear. That's good. Yep. Now let's um, go. Hmm? No, I was gonna ask, like, because it was your first convention back um pre apocalypse <laughs> or post apocalypse. Oh, wait, wait, hold uh, up, hold first, up, hold up. Wait. convention during plague time. Wait, wait, hold plague up, hold time, up, hold yeah. up. Before you ask that question, uh, JJ McCheese says in our in our chat that there was a Mars in the dating game. I forgot. My apologies. There was there was a Sailor yeah, Mars cosplayer. Was pretty cool. Say what? 
Yeah, he was pretty cool. Very, you know, he was very chill. You know, I actually think he rocked the heels better than than most of the girls I know who cosplay Mars. Hmm. All right, but what was your question? My question was, with it being your first convention back um, post uh, Plague Times, how did you feel attending a convention? I, I was great. Yeah, I, I will say this. The way they handled it, PoochieCon needs to sit down and read their playbook and, and, and redo that god-awful convention. At first, I was kind of apprehensive about, you know, the COVID restrictions that they had on the website. They were following along what the state was doing. And I think it was like, they weren't really going to tell you to wear a mask or something like that. I don't remember. But when I got there to the con, everybody had to wear a mask. I was told the story, you know, one guy was being a dick about wearing a mask. So security came down, had a nice chat with him, and he's wearing a mask. Now, one thing that I did was I walked around all day wearing a normal medical mask because, like most of us uh, geeks, we have cool geek masks. And understand those masks are made of a fabric that is regular fabric that's heavier than your traditional throwaway mask. Honestly, oh, that reminds me. The Sailor Mars cosplayer yeah. had on the face mask yeah. with Sailor Mars wearing a face mask. Sailor Mars mask exception. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Now, if I had worn my geeky mask the whole weekend, I would have been beyond tired because when you wear a mask like that, it adjusts your breathing, you know, your, you know, and it makes you a little bit more tired. Wearing a regular paper mask, like disposable mask, not so much. So that's what I did. I thought the whole weekend I bought a stack of masks and put them on and just been like, that would have been worked out. That would work so much better for me. So, and I like that. I like the fact that people walk around with masks. Um, in the rooms, if you're hanging out, you didn't have them on, you know, which is understandable. And I get, which is why I will be going out probably tomorrow and getting tested just to cover my my ass, because you never know. So, and I may do with my uh, neck gaiter, which uh, worked pretty well, except that when it sweat. It just made me made everything smell like uh, ammonia. Mm-hmm. Which you, uh, you should have borrowed. You should have taken one of my disposables. Yeah, uh, yeah, I should have, but uh, yeah, well, it didn't bother me after okay. a while. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I had another question in regards to that too. Mm-hmm. I'm asking because I'm pretty sure there are people watching who haven't gone back to convention yet, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm asking. Yes. Um. So. I guess, um, what was my question? I'm blanking now. Um, I guess, what would you say to somebody who's getting ready to go back to conventions post-plague times? Because I know a lot of us are holding off until Mm -hmm. 2022 and then just going back in 2022. But um, what's your takeaway for people getting ready to go back to cons? The mask mandate isn't nearly as bad as the naysayers are making it out to be. You just, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that difficult. I mean, people do coordinate it with their cosplays, obviously. But if you you decide to write, to uh, make a stink about it, you know, get in people's face and whatnot, you will be the one that the entire community and, by extension, the internet are pointing and laughing at. So... 
just, just putting that out there. And I'm presuming that these people have a sense of shame. Because Probably. if they would, because if you know they didn't, then uh, they wouldn't care about that. Now, <laughs> now my my take is the same as it's always been previously. Like I have said, during the pandemic, once I was vaccinated, I traveled and visited friends. What did I do when I was hanging out with my friends? Stayed in their house mostly. If I went out anywhere, it was with them or their immediate family. We went somewhere put the masks on and came back and that was it. And I still went out and got tested regardless. That's what I did. If you're going to go to a convention, of course, bring a mask and you don't have to make like a cool matching mask with your cosplay. A regular disposable mask is fine. Um, if you're vaccinated, I would say, you know, if you want to take your mask off for the photo, do it because, it, because the photographer is going to be a few feet away but remember, at the end, you know, a few days after the event, go get tested. But if you're watching how this plays out and you're still not sure about going to a con, then don't go. Your health is more important than anybody else. But you're also going to be saying, if your health is so important, why are you going to a convention? Well, the cons are happening because of the rules and regulations of COVID and that's basically the long and short of it. 99% and these places do, you know, yeah. lose their leases and whatnot. Right. If they, uh, and they, they just abruptly cancel it for, mm -hmm. uh, whatever reason. 99%, 99% to 200% of the people going are vaccinated. So it's just a check as a, as a test. Yes. There's been a couple of cons where there have been COVID cases, not for the most part, it's come back negative. That's like maybe three or four out of like, the 20 plus conventions that's been happening. So overall, I feel that it's safe to go to small conventions, not large ones, small ones. The largest one I will be attending this year is anime NYC. And even then, because it's going to be massive in the Javits center, everything's going to be so spread out. It won't be that bad. Small conventions are a go medium, maybe large, not so much. Go based on how you feel. And if you're not feeling it, then don't go. Wait till the next con rolls around. It'll still be fun. Yeah, and that's all I got to say about that. Hopefully that should answer your question. That was my question. And I hope that was helpful for people. That's why I asked. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Um, now, I I know you mentioned earlier that you would have to leave in a few. Are you still sticking around for a few more minutes or are you going to head on out? I can stick around for another like five minutes or so. Then okay. I do have to head out. All right. Understand. adulting. No, I totally get that. Yeah, it's no problem. All right. So Saturday is when I did the bulk of my shows. I mean, panels. Like I went to the Idol Showcase and basically... Idol Showcase is a bunch of Love Live cosplayers or Love Live cosplay troops or idol groups performing here. This is the end results of various masquerades at different conventions over the years where the masquerade is at least 50% idol groups and they're like, yeah, we can't have this. Give them their own separate spot. So that's basically what that was. I believe there was about seven or eight uh, groups and and performers um i'm 
I'm on my phone because the person that was that's handling this sent me a message over uh, Instagram letting me know what was going on and who was you know who was part of this. So let's see. I believe it was hosted by a group called Sora Idols. So you had one. You had Sora Idols performing uh, music start. You had uh see. Uh, they also did a song later on during the show called Tiny Stars. Uh, Spongy cosplays it Amoyo Hitsui Ninare. Uh, let's see. Sora Idols also did Susume Tomorrow. Yet uh, one solo artist doing Doki Pipo Star Emotion. Another uh, idol group, Susume Paradise, did Saku wa Ukiyo no Kimi Hanabi. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. One thing is, I would like to see um, cosplay, uh, idol groups do something outside, like maybe an American song or a pop song or a rock song, something like that. Something different, you know. I'd like to see that, so, you know. But overall, that was fun. I did record that, and that will be up on up on our website, up on YouTube later this week going into next week cuz remember I am working a full a normal 9 to 6 job. So, it's going to be a time a bit of time for me to get everything up. After that, uh, I went back to uh, a panel hosted by Kyle McCarley. It was called The Irregular Retro Gaming Gauntlet Celebrity Edition. So basically, it was him and other voice actors playing these odd games we have never heard of. Each voice actor had some had they would pick something somebody from the audience. So if the voice actor or actress won the won the irregular gauntlet, they that person would get a prize. In the end, I believe everybody got a prize, which was great. But Kyle did one thing that I thought that was just the lowest of the low. But I loved it. I can't hate on it because I would have what, done the same what thing. Yeah, what? Uh, he had one of the voice actors playing E.T. for Atari 2600. Ouch. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck was... did he do to make him so mad? None. He was just being evil. I mean, after all, it, it, is, uh, it is called, um, let me pull it back up, the Irregular Retro Gaming Gauntlet, but it was the Celebrity Edition. Oh, yeah, the game that almost killed the industry. Mm. Then later that night, I went to the Craftsmanship Runway Show and Awards. This was basically their masquerade. There, I believe it was about 10 people doing a catwalk who entered Craftsmanship cosplay. And there were three skits. These skits were not done on stage, but they were submitted via video. Like if you saw WCS where everybody's entry was done on video, that's basically what that was. Or if you saw um, Crunchyroll's uh, Expo where everybody submitted their skit via uh, digital media, that's basically what that was. And I thought it was cool and it was great. Yeah, there were some real talented cosplayers up there doing the catwalk, showing off their, their craftsmanship skills. And then the last panel of the night I went over to was AAC's Next Top Idol. It's not like Idol Showcase. Basically, it was a Love Life group. I think it was Susume Paradise hosting a series of mini games. So there was one victor. And 
that one victor was Vegeta, t- smack talking from start to finish. Ah, so the guy stayed in character the whole time. Yeah, and you'll probably, and I recorded this as well. You'll hear me in the background of uh, running my mouth on him as well. So it was like one of the, the, the let's see, one of the events was walking across the room with a tennis ball between your le- your, your knees and dropping it into a bucket. You had to do that within forty five seconds. Another one was picking up uh, a grain of rice with a chopstick and putting it in a bowl, you know. Another one was like a 3D puzzle you had to reassemble and figure it out, you know. And there was another one, but I can't remember what that was off the top of my head. Yeah. And as Fluffy Bird goes, ah, the cheater. Well, to be fair, I think I think Vegeta wasn't the only person cheating in the game. To be perfectly fair... The bulk of the people doing the uh the te- uh, the tennis ball part, they had the tennis ball like like in their thigh. It was above the knee, so you had that going on too. And again, I did go spend the rest of the time either relaxing or taking more cosplay photos, and I just enjoyed the fact that I was able to feel like I wasn't being rushed in getting these photos. It was like if I saw a cosplayer, there was the probability of seeing them again with their with getting a picture was ninety nine percent. So if I missed them or they were like, oh, not right now, later, I would get them much later. So that was good. That I enjoyed. Um, Ari, how was your Saturday? Well, I don't know. You always sound like you have a lot more fun at these things. So I spent because you know either. If there wasn't a whole lot, uh, if I didn't think there was a whole lot to do, I would just like retreat to the room and just mm-hmm. like crash there for a while or right. whatnot. I did check out a couple panels. Uh, one okay. of them was called, uh, let's see, a virtual visit to real anime locations. Cool. Basically, it was this guy who who went around Japan taking pictures of uh, places that were that were you know taking pictures of you know traced and. Uh, drawn and putting actual animes and whatnot. Okay. And uh, he was talking about how in this one town there was only one person there who spoke English. Their uh, hostess, if we will. Now, and he said that uh, that, that that was it was weird that the uh, JR that like the railway signs were mm-hmm. still in English regardless, and that's because you know the JR line is fully bilingual. That's good. You know, and he says, like, yeah, you're not going to see mer- very many, you know, signs in Japanese in Boston. And I'm just thinking to myself, dude, in America, people are calling for your head if you speak anything other than English. And second of all, have you been to Boston? There's barely any English in Boston. Oof. Oof. Cheap shots all heard all around the world. Yeah, when the only time to pronounce the letter R was when it's is when a word ends with A. <laughs> Come on, you know, Cuber? Yes. Panama? Yes. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but uh, it was pretty much a guy's, sl- you know, slideshow of uh, him going to Japan. And I left a little bit early for that one. Um, mm-hmm. One of our roommates had told us about the mochi that she had bought at, in the uh, dealer's room. Right. And uh, I actually ended up finding it. Well, I found two different spots because 
I got a little confused about her her directions, but nonetheless, I ended up with four packs of mochi that I haven't opened yet, but, uh, you know, saving it for something special. Uh, strawberry, melon, orange, and a, a red bean one, which I'm especially excited about. Oh, okay. Little pricey, but eh, worth it. Mochi's always uh, a good what thing. What was the other panel I went to that? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the uh, 21 Plus, it's always sunny at AAC. Apparently, it was based on, like, a game show that was on one episode of It's Always Sunny, mm-hmm. which I don't remember seeing. But, like, the rules were kind of strange. Like, each round had a special, a, a specific timer. And they, like, they would just go around asking questions or, like, having physical challenges and whatnot. And the one girl on the third team who was the snail, she got designated the snail, which means right. they were supposed to just denigrate her and just shout negativity her way the entire time and you know she was a uh, cool with it because she knew it was an act and and uh there was there was an uh iron co- like iron cosplayer or something like mm-hmm. what is it like the competition where they uh put together a costume in a certain amount of time basically iron cosplay yeah yeah and uh the third round of that was uh only five minutes mm. and they had a nice huge box of props and whatnot. And uh, as soon as it hit the ground and they said go, all six players, you know, just dove onto it and like tore it apart and like ripped everything apart. And uh, it was very chaotic. And <laughs> at, like during one spat, like I had said, someone had thrown around the first thing that they had nearby, which was a box of mac and cheese and right. bounced off them and landed to me. And I just like, Ah, screw this! I'm taking it with me. <laughs> gotcha. And there were little giveaways for other uh, small prizes and whatnot. Like a guy, like a row behind me, got a uh, a magazine which was a beginner's guide to Shibari bondage. I Ooh, ran. Hey. I ran into the girl that got that won that later that night. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. She say anything about it? Ah. She's basically adding it to her collection of existing knowledge, so take that however you wish. But yeah, there was there was a, you know just usual of you know meandering around the, co- the convention and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Also, the bar that they had there, Brian's, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I thought that they would have like a at least a partial menu, but all they had was the uh, the cafe food. To serve and uh it wasn't all that good oh that sucks see i mean i i, I it's far and few i've gone to i've eaten at a hotel restaurant where the food was actually good like when anime next was in somerset um that one time you we, we went to nauticons or the bar and restaurant where aac was in 2018 with you know it's far and few I just wanted to get the whole experience. No, and I, 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 I totally get that. All right. Now, before we get into our talking about Sunday and wrapping things up, this is the part of the show where we wave bye-bye to Wild Spice because like her, I do have to get up early in the morning, but the difference is... <laughs> She gets up around like around the time Ari gets up for work. Well, I'm still sleeping for another two and a half hours. So, 
Lucky you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> but well, we fun. will see you uh, next week with Mako. We'll have we'll have a typical podcast, and we'll have a lot of fun. So, all right, all right. So we'll I'll see, see y'all you later. We'll see you next week. And oh, I really I like the hair. Is that reddish orange? Yeah, it goes okay. from like a dark red to like a reddish orange. It's like it was Halloweeny. Gotcha. It looks okay. nice. Thank All right, you. Cool. All right, Wild Spice. Right. We'll we'll see, see you uh next week. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. And there goes Wild Spice, my 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 other my my darling daughter. So who is not a pain in my arse? You know, good child, good child. So you know. Any, anywho, um, Sunday. Now, now, before we get into Sunday, I will say the people coming in on Saturday, it, it was like a Friday afternoon at a con where you kind of see like a surge of people and then it kind of levels off. That's the best way I can describe, um, I can describe that. Yeah, that. People didn't want the con to end. You know, was, everything was just kind of winding down. No, I'm talking about Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, that's how it felt, you know. Because, you know, Saturday is like, that's uh, when it's going to get packed. A lot of people will show up, which is true. But in this case, not so much, which is understandable. And Sunday. Now... I would have to say Sunday was basically no different from my Friday, um, except that I only did one panel, and that was the Embarrassing Origins of Voice Actors. And this is one of those panels where you do not need to be recording. I will say basically... Did I tell you not to record? No, I'm telling you, when they're bringing up like embarrassing shit from their past, it is best that you do not record this, you know. So, it was hosted by Kyle McCarley and with his wife, Caitlin Galt. And they basically were just showing off photos and videos of them performing as, as uh, preschoolers, kids in elementary school, teenagers, and some college stuff. And embarrassing stories behind it and some of the dumb shit that they kind of, that they kind, that they did, you know, which is understandable. It was a fun panel. I mean, if you're showing, if you're opening up some embarrassing stuff about yourself that you can laugh at and everybody laughs with you, it's all good in the hood. And also, I didn't go to any panels on a Sunday. Oh, okay. And I was just more hmm? concerned about, you know, getting everything, uh, you know, packed and ready and whatnot. Yeah, I totally get that. And, and I will say, it takes a lot, you know, to come up there and kind of open up some of your embar- embarrassing things about yourself. So, I really get, I really applaud them for doing that. So, I really appreciated that. Um, excuse me. Again, I, I just did more cosplay photography. And I t- continue to take this time, you know, to talk to people, catch up with people. Uh, there was one cosplayer I was taking pictures of over the weekend, and she said she was doing Android 18. She was the one cosplayer I totally missed. I was trying to find her, but I could not find her. But, oh well. I, I, I tried. But it was still all fun, though. Um, 
the uh, AAC, uh, what do you call it, uh, Facebook page actually mm-hmm. ha- has the uh, 18 stepping on Vegeta's leg, like arm. Yeah. Okay. That's a nice scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there are pictures of a co- of a Lady Demescu cosplayer stepping on people too. So that was kind of fun. Oh boy, that. What? No, I mean it was like, like the, like I don't know if you you saw the uh, picture floating around. Like her, like it looks like she's on a like sitting down or like on a phone or something, and someone like shopped a uh, gaming headset onto her. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I I think I have seen that. And like one of like, and like like donation from please like, like please crush me, mommy six twenty like oh, four twenty sixty yeah. nine, or another one's like. Like five hundred bits from please, like can you fart into the microphone? And she just has the most bitter look on her face. Like, like I can just picture like, thank you for the donation bits. <sighs> you know that kind of attitude towards mm-hmm. them. So we also left about two o'clock because again we had anywhere between a four to six in this case five to seven hour drive ahead of us first me then ari so because the uh traffic got really bad coming the other way yeah so let let me tell you aac is a fun convention it's right up there with zenkai con to me i like the camaraderie i like how well the staff you know interacts with with, with the con goers, the guests and everything. I like the locations. I like how it has a feel of an old school convention. I like the fact that there are plenty of 18 slash 21 plus events going on. I can't think of anything negative to say about the con. Except that yeah, there's I, not much to like negative to say about mm-hmm. it because, you know, We've been away from this for like almost two years, so you got to give it a little slack. The only negative I could say is more or less about us where, you know, we had to leave early. Other than that, you know, I'm I would like to I want to stay a little bit longer, but given, you know, it, you could tell things were starting to wind down some. But at the same time, I was trying to, you know, get in some more photos, but it was still fun. I did. Yeah, I also didn't know if uh, anyone else would be able to take you home if I right. decided that said, hey, I really have to leave. I have to get up for work really early tomorrow. Yeah, and I didn't want to. I, I do kind of feel bad if I like pulled you away from the con. Early. No, it, it, it's all good, man. It's fine. You know. Hmm. I'm perfectly OK with that. I kind of felt like even if I did stay longer, you know, I would have been like I probably let's say I said let's say I would have said let's leave at three. I I think around two fifteen two thirty I would have been like yeah let's go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it feels nice to be back into the swing of things with conventions. Mm-hmm. I miss this feeling. It's I I enjoyed it too, you know. Mm-hmm. And we can continue the tradition of not getting to New York before nightfall. I was hoping we'd be back in time, you know? 
Yeah, I was trying to shoot for it, but I'm like, uh, I'm not going to make it. Oh, yeah. well. It, it happens. It, it is what it is. So, you know, it's fine. So, like I said, overall, AAC is a great convention. If you want to do something different, you want like a change of pace, or you want to kind of experience what how cons used to feel going back about 10 years, give or take, I would say definitely do AAC. But just remember, if you're coming from our neck of the woods, it is a bit of a schlep to get up there. So definitely do Thursday night. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and now that we got that out the way, with five minutes left to spare, we're going to do Meanwhile in Japan. We have three articles here. We're going to do one of each, and then we're going to wrap this up. And I'm telling you this right now. I got dibs on the last one. Okay. I'll uh, take the second one, then. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Kyoto police are using targeted YouTube ads to warn would-be voyeurs. You know, the car taking secret photos and video photos and videos of other people is nothing new, but in the pre but in Kyoto, it appears to be a particularly growing problem. Mm. According to the Kyoto Prefectural Police Safety Division, arrests for voyeur recordings are already up 25% from last year, and it's still only October. And they produced a six-second ad with a simple but strong message: "Voyeurism is a crime. Someone's watching. Punishment will be strict." For their uh, YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. It's a new, you know, news report showing the ad. It only appears as an unskippable ad to certain users on YouTube, as well as other streaming services and social media platforms, targeting males over the age of 18 who have terms such as peeping and small camera in their search histories. That feels a little creepy. Mm. On both ends of the uh, equation there. <clears throat> it's a bit of poetic justice that, that rubbed many netizens the wrong way and opinions were mixed on whether it was good or bad because you know two wrongs not making a right so they're peeping into all our search histories to stop peeping i guess that's possible might even works but still don't like it this is a terrible idea i hope it doesn't get out of hand they start surveilling people based on search history targeted ads should be illegal in the first place no real argument there so police are sponsoring youtube content now is it possible a lot of normal people are interested in small cameras too like, seriously, have you not seen what GoPros do? <laughs> a good use of targeted ads. I feel like our surveil society is really coming along. Isn't it just like those FBI warnings to stop people from copying VHS tapes? How much, like, and that, like, that, those didn't stop anything. And the ads run until the middle of November, and Katsushi Nishido with the Kyoto Police said, we want people to see the ad to keep in mind that they will be caught. Fair enough. So yeah, they want to they want to keep people from peeping, but you know, you're, you're getting rid of a rat by giving a gun to a bear. So who who knows? You know, like who knows how this will play out? Like, mm -hmm. you know, this could very very easily be you know dr taken as an invasion of privacy if you you know, like especially like with the small camera search history, like. Besides the whole, what are you doing looking at my search history to begin with? Right. You know? Yeah, and I'll say this. Now, if they're running this sort of like ads that you see on on YouTube normally, if you have a blocker, you're not going to see them. Yeah, I only see... Yeah, unless I'm... 
Yeah, I only. Blah, blah, blah. I have. I use Opera mostly, and uh, I don't see any ads. Gotcha. All right, so what's the next one? Now, the next one is that a man uses AI to destroy sensor mosaics in Japanese adult video and gets arrested by Kyoto police. What a charmer. I don't know. Or is he doing the Lord's work? From my perverted point of view, he's doing the Lord's work. But at the same time, it is against the law to show genitals in adult video, in Japanese adult videos. The only time you don't, you do see them, is when the video is not being sold in Japan. So. But here's the thing, though: we can always debate and say that what he did was actually destruction, which is a crime. But according to the police, there's no question it was a crime. So what happened was, on Monday, Kyoto Prefectural Police made their move and arrested a 43-year-old uh, male resident of Takasago Hyogo Prefecture. And on this, they brought to an end his nine-month spree of destruction. Oof. And as Sia Dabiri says, imagine how that would have affected the video girls and video girl eye. Ooh. Touche. Ouch. Now... If you're wanting to know what type of destruction it was, it's mosaic destruction. Have you ever watched something and if something was pixelated out? That's basically what that is. Mosaic. That's what that that's what that proper is called. You can call it pixelization, but it's actually called mosaic. Now, mosaics aren't recognized as a protected species in Japan, and a lack of physical form means that destroying them doesn't qualify as vandalism, which is true. But the problem is, he this man was destroying the mosaics in adult videos. And there's your problem. As I mentioned before getting into this, I'll let you know again as per the article. Um, despite Japan's unabashed apprehension of sexy entertainment, the showing of uncensored sexual intercourse is prohibited in adult videos. And so the performers' naughty bits have mosaic placed over them. Well, there is no shortage of unusual fetishes in Japan. Mosaics themselves aren't necessarily one of them. So most viewers would rather watch adult videos without mosaics if only there was a way to do so. And that's what this man from Hyogo was doing. And he admitted to doing this. He had a website. And he was taking requests from users for what videos they would like to watch mosaic free. And then he would handle that. He would go through it, and remove the mosaic. So while what the man, what the man did was called mosaic destruction in Japan, naked creation would actually be more of an accurate description. Now, he was using an AI machine learning program that was originally designed to enhance security camera footage or restore old or damaged film images. He was using this software to estimate and recreate the, what the uncentered image and video would have originally looked like and and over putting that on top of the mosaic basically he wasn't pulling out the mosaic he was just overlaying it with what it would look like now i have seen people do attempts at removing the mosaic it just looks fuzzy mixed results yeah it's mixed results for the most part 
Now, in the eyes of the law, the difference between moving the mosaic and using the AI to create a naked overlay is essentially potato, potato, you know? But the fact that the fact still remains that the police did arrest the man for obscene, for obscene electromagnetically recorded media. He's also facing charges of copyright violation, which is understandable. Since the destruction, since his editing was something he did just out of the love of it, and he didn't do it without permission as well. Now, it also didn't help the fact that he would post samples of the videos on his website and offered the full videos for sale. And he was, and he, and according to the investigators, between December and August, uh, I will say this year, he sold roughly twelve thousand videos to two hundred registered users, earning about eleven million yen, which translates to about one hundred thousand nine hundred dollars. That works out to an average of sixty videos per person, priced at about nine hundred and seventeen yen, which is eight dollars and forty cents a pop. It's worth noting that the legal problems a man faces doesn't seem to include any for the actual video itself, just the acts of dist distribution and selling them. And had he kept the private part showing videos he created private, he probably could have avoided any trouble with the law. Ain't that something. He got greedy. Very. And now that we got that out the way, we are going to wrap up tonight's show and call it a night and get the heck up on out of here. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will see um, our, you'll find on our site our weekly podcast, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer reviews, links to our YouTube videos for convention coverage, links to our Facebook page for cosplay photos, anime reviews, editorials, convention reports, and all the cool stuff in between. And that's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, if you have a podcasting app on your phone, subscribe. Over 500-something episodes, going back almost 10 years, it's Anime Jam Session. And it's available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Basically, anywhere you download your podcast, we are available. And what's cool is some of these apps allow you to leave a review, so... We'd appreciate a little review, you know. We'd be eternally thankful for that. And don't forget to follow us on our social media. It's youtube.com slash anime jam session, twitter.com slash anime jam session, and facebook.com slash anime jam session. Follow us on there so we know when we're going live, when we have new articles up, um, when we have cosplay photos up, and videos, and so much more. And don't forget to show our your support with bits. You can cheer us on with some bits, which we really appreciate. There's a link below to our Ko-Fi, to our stream, to our Streamlabs donation page. Everything we really appreciate that. Every little bit counts. So now I'm gonna we're gonna go around the room, 
for last words. So in this case, I'm going to throw it over to Ari. Last words. Uh, it feels so good to be back doing conventions again. Mm. My last words is... I think I'm going to have some ice cream and then go to bed. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week. Uh, Ichigo is still out. She should be back hopefully before the holidays. Uh, next week, it, Mako will be back. Wild Spice will be joining us. It'll be fun. So come back. Come through. Come hang out. We really appreciate that. So until then, we are going to get up on out of here. So... I'm Ranma. And I'm Ari. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. And I'll say, good night, Ranma. That's it. Write this down that I did the good night part. Do your drinks, all that good stuff. We're out of here. <laughs> See you all next week. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!